Welcome, everybody, to an episode of The Keepers of the Book. I'm your host, Maz, joined here with, always, my brother, Jordan. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. And, oh, okay, so, a um, little update. Um, we, I don't think we recorded last week, right? We didn't have uh, an episode last week? I think we did, yeah. I think it was just late. I think it was late. It was late in the day. But, yeah, regardless. Um, So... We were planning on doing chapters 44 to 51, um, but then uh, we couldn't record in a normal time, and I just ended up reading ahead, and then I kept reading, and then I kept reading, <laughs> yes. and, I kept reading and then there were no more words left to read. I finished the book in that one sitting, and it was, um, it was epic. Um, it was biochromatic. Oh, <laughs> yeah. no, nice well played. Um, my uh, so I didn't read the official, you know, the audible audiobook, right? Or when I listen, um, when I listen to Sanderson stuff, I prefer, if possible, if there's an availability for it, I prefer to listen to graphic audio. Mm-hmm. And dude, it was great, it was, oh. it was awesome, it was phenomenal. I, you need to, at some point. Listen to again, Mistborn, Warbreaker, Elantris in graphic audio. I did. You did listen in graphic audio. Yeah, it was with the voice actors, correct? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Were there different yeah. voice actor for each character? I, I think so. Yeah. Ellen okay. Adventure. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Okay, okay. So, did you listen to uh, Warbreaker in graphic audio? No, no. I yeah, mean, I kind of wish I did. Yeah, I kind of yeah, wish I did. I, so I listened to the last part of it, right? And man, I okay, so. All right, no, I will get to that when we get there. But man, all I can say is that this easily, this was already better. In my this is better than Lantris. Yeah. And yeah, I'll be honest, this is like up there. I don't know. I'm not good at differentiating what I like between this and like my favorite, you know, top tier. And it may be recency bias talking, but I, I like Warbreaker mm-hmm. just as much as probably the best of Mistborn. Yeah, I don't know. I'll get to why when we actually finish. But um, so for this episode, um, because I did, we were originally planning on recording just forty-four to fifty-one for today. Um, those chapters we will follow the traditional format of chapter by chapter, and you know the same format that you've all come to know and love. Beyond that, though, because I didn't take any notes, because it was just so gripping the entire time, I did not take notes at all from chapter 52 onward. So we're going to try a new format, and that format is just a shotgun format. We're just <laughs> to throw stuff out there in a maybe a format that you come to know and hate. I don't know, but um, that's the way we're going to go with it. And... Um, there is one thing I don't know if we had already covered it last time around, but one of the uh, people on our Discord, which again, all of you guys should come on to our Discord, mm-hmm. um, he did correct again another mistake that we had made on uh, the uh, on previous episode. Um, the Idrian royal family is not descended from the five scholars, but from the very first return specifically. Mm. Which we come to find is not exactly the same thing, but similar enough in the sense that the returned are, uh, or the five scholars were returned, but maybe not technically first. The first returned, right. yeah. But 
the Adrian Roy family does descend from the first return instead of the five scholars. Yes. Um, thank you for that clarification. Yes. So thank you again, Solitary Recluse. Um, hopefully there's nothing else that we ever have to have any of our audience members ever correct again. That's not happening. It's probably, you know, I'm going to say something stupid here. Probably in the next People make mistakes. People yeah. make mistakes. Um, so onward and upwards, chapter 44. <laughs> Um, so Siri and the God King, they're just eating, and he told he tells uh, Siri that he confronted the priest about what happens to the God King after right. the heir is born, and they kind of like avoided the question. And so now uh, Susabron, which I realize I've been pronouncing it wrong, it's Susabron. Not I always thought I was born. I didn't realize that the O and the R. Susabron. So I I might be dyslexic. I don't know. Partially, I, I don't know if you can. Making me look at it wrong. Yeah. So, anyways, um, yeah, Susabrona is now starting to, um, you know, he's starting to get nervous too because, like, everything I know is a lie. And um, yes, he was living a lie for the amount of time that he was alive. So he thinks that the uh, God King is a ves- vessel to hold the a, a, like a, the treasure trove of dress that they've amassed over the many years, right? Mm-hmm. Um, which was. I think that was one of my predictions, right? I said, like, you know, what if the God King is just uh, a vessel? I think I that. Yeah. What if he? Yeah. For... I think I think you're right, my friend. Yeah, I, I'm awesome. That's what you need to get. <laughs> yeah. uh, so they conclude that there is a stillborn already that was born within the kingdom, and they're just waiting for Siri to have her baby, and then they're just gonna do a switch, switch, switcheroo, and. But then this begs the question that the mother who raised Susabron was not really his actual, you know, biological mother. And I love Siri's response here saying that she raised you. She, right. she may not be your mother, but she is your mom. You know, that, uh, that Guardian right. Galaxy line. Yeah. Like, <laughs> you may have been your dad. You may have been your father, but he wasn't your daddy. Right. Uh, I've, I'm. That's a I need to go watch it again. Absolutely. Absolutely. But yeah, so that's the end of chapter 44. And then enter shortest chapter I think I have ever seen. Yeah, that's pretty short. Um, actually, no, there's, there's a chapter that's probably shorter, but I will get to that in a second. So chapter 45, Light Song has a dream of Tellier burning, the God King dying, and a black sword. Um, Yikes. I don't think there needs to be a lot of interpretation with that, but... Yeah, so the chapter I was talking about that was shorter was actually, uh, this is some trivia for you guys. Uh, the actual shortest chapter, technically, I think, is actually in the Quran. There's a chapter like literally like three lines long. The Quran? Yeah, there's literally like three lines long. I think three, maybe four. But it's it's pretty short. It's even shorter than this one here, chapter four. <laughs> Yikes. But so yeah, if you guys are in Who Wants to Be a Millionaire and that's one of the uh uh answers, pick that and I'll take ten percent of your winnings. You're welcome. Um, <laughs> so chapter forty six, um uh, Vivena, she's practicing the awakening with a rope. And this is where we get this um info dump with all right. the uh different types of awakening. Yeah, it was pretty and, cool. Yeah. So type one is 
a returned breath. It's like a human body with sentience. Right. So this is so this is the returned, right? Like this is um it's a again, it's a human body with sentience. They know where they're at, they know what they're right. doing and all that. So type two is a human body without sentience, and this is the lifeless. Yep. Um, type three are awakened objects. So like, you know, a rope. And it's an object without sentience, right? You just tell the right. rope, hey, go tie the tree. You know, grab something. Right. Um, type four, and he talks about it, but a kind of like Vasher at the time just dismisses it. And we come to realize or come to discover a little bit later that it is night blood. Type four is awakened object with sentience, right? Because this follows a similar, okay, uh, style of. Uh, Mistborn and Elements. Yeah. You got the push and pull metal, right? Right. If you have something that pulls on your emotion, that means there must be something that pushes on your emotion. Right. Um, if there's something that shows the the future, the near future, then there should be something that shows, you know, the near future for your for everybody else. Maybe there's something that shows yeah. the near future for yourself. And or the past, too. Yeah, exactly. Right, right. Um, so, oh, excuse me. But it kind of um, follows. It kind of follows like, so it's a actual awakened person. So they're alive originally. Mm-hmm. They brought back to life, awakened, returned, and then lifeless. It's still a human, but there's no soul. And then right. you go the opposite direction, where there's something that never started with life, and then you yes. put some life into it, and then something that. But it's it? not something that was never. But it has to be, to my understanding, something that's close to life. Close so to life. Yes. You can do it right. with rope because right, rope, right. I think, so comes that from was the earth. Very interesting. Yeah, exactly. So you can do it with, you know, scarf because that was made from silk, which right. came from some biological material. Right. So that was like sick. Like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, like, something that, like, like metals really had no life, yeah. I guess you could say. So you, yeah, you have to hurt. actually, it's like, they don't understand the concept of grabbing something because it's never been alive or close right. to being alive. Yep. So that would man, this is it's, it's just so can't get over it. That's it's great. I mean, I geek out about stuff like that. You know, maybe it's just because my mind works more in a magic um, systems, not magic system, but more in a like a numbers way, right? Like some like logical numbers driven kind of person. Push so and pull for me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right, like so for me, you know, if he just said like, you know, oh, he can cast fireball because he can cast fireball, it's like okay, that's cool. I'll appreciate it. And I think that I like it, but um, but when you tell me that like, you know, this is all defined because to me, still to this day, so far, Mistborn is the greatest hard magic system I've ever seen because it doesn't even feel like magic. It seriously feels so part of the world that. It's like indistinguishable, right? It yeah. just feels like matter of fact. It's like, yeah, of right. course, that makes sense. With Warbreaker, it felt a little bit more fantastical, like more fantasy. Mystical. Yes, my, that's a perfect word. More mystical. Um, but it was still good. I'm not I'm not, you know, I liked both ways. Um, but with Mistborn, the magic system, I, I, I'll be honest, I think I might actually prefer the Warbreaker's magic system just because it feels more awe-inspiring. But with Mistborn's Alamancy, it just felt so like like real almost. Real. You could say right, like yeah, you could use like, it. Like, I'm not gonna swallow any metals, but I mean, someone tries it, like let me like 
Slide right. into my DMs, boys. Let me know. Let me know if you start flying around, and then I will let go of these earthly tethers. Um, <laughs> nice. That reminds me. Did you ever watch Legend of Korra? I know I'm getting on a tangent, but I have to ask this. Um, I think some of it. I didn't finish it. Oh, dude, please at least finish season three. I'll try. I'll try. Well, dude, that that season was freaking amazing. Um, between Avatar: Last Airbender and Legend of Korra, season three of Last of uh, Korra, best villain. Mm-hmm. It's all good. But anyways, tangent over. Chapter forty-seven. Light Song is again struggling with his identity, and <laughs> <laughs> which. Okay, so mm, Light Song went from my favorite character to like a character that I I wasn't very interested in what what he was doing, right? Um, Vivena went from a character that got really annoyed every time her POV chapters would pop up, right? And then, but now towards the end of the book, she became a character that was like. I can't get enough of her. I need more right. of her. Um, right. Exactly. She said she did a full 360. Uh 180. No, 360. She went around twice. But 360 would mean she's just pointing the same direction she started. Exactly. Saving her sister. Uh okay, 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 okay. I can dig it. That was okay. Well played. Well played. Uh and Light Song did like a 90. He didn't go completely off track, but he did a bit of a 90. So he's struggling with his identity again, and he's asking Scoot about the girl that he sees in his dreams. Um, and he asks her, like, you know, is that his wife? Is it the lover? And he says, no, neither of those things, but she's still alive. Um, okay. So, no, 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 we're going to get to that later. We're going to get to that later. Um he goes to see the lifeless and he changes the passphrase. Okay, so when he was doing this, you know, he kicked out all his priests, right? Right. But at that time, I was like, you make sure you kicked out all the priests? Like, I guess they're not one hiding and watching. Yeah, right, right. So it, there's 10,000 lifeless, right? Maybe it's like an iRobot thing, you know, with all the thing there. Don't do that to me. Don't do that to me. <laughs> Stop it. That movie, no. You didn't like it or you did like it? I don't know. I saw it so many times. Yeah. That, that was a very I was, thing. I was like, dude, I get it, Will Smith. You're great, but get off the TV. But don't do that to me. So, yeah. Um, he changes the passphrase, but, you know, at the time I was like. What are you thinking? Somebody listening, you know, somebody listening in. That or he's about to do something really shysty. Yeah, so he, I didn't fall for it, but Sanderson kind of made it seem like all of a sudden Light Song might be evil himself. I'm like, not falling for that. That just doesn't, doesn't fit his character role, yeah, and especially yeah. the way that he depicted him now. So I was like, uh, I think that's just, it's just showing the burden of responsibility, right? He has half of probably the most powerful army in the world right there. Um, so chapter 48, Siri and Susan love each other. Um, they want, <laughs> thank you for that one. Yeah, I was like, I'm just going to throw that out there because 
I don't know. I mean, I felt like it was kind of obvious, which, okay, we need to talk about this. The romance between Siri and Susabron. Okay. Perfect. In my opinion, they were better than Ellen and Vin. Okay, stop that. No, I'm no. sorry. <laughs> I don't like I don't like that comment you just made. But but I will say it is an interesting it is a very interesting, unique like relationship. I know you see it through a lot of fantasy novels and all that stuff, but yeah. it's very unique to me. But also, you know, I don't know if I can get over the no tongue thing. You're saying pers- on a personal level, like yeah, I'd be like, someone. I was like, dude, don't open your mouth. <laughs> yeah, I mean that's true, right? Because me and you, we talk a lot, right? So if all of a sudden we're not getting responses, that's yeah. And then if you have to write it down, like you're slower writing than you are speaking. Maybe they could just invent like a keyboard for him. <laughs> That's I can, awesome. I can, dude. I can, uh, I can type pretty fast. You know. So. Yeah. Well, I don't know. I was, I just did what the minimum was in high school for to get past the typing class because it's like, oh my god, I'm never gonna type this fast in my life. Stop. Oh yeah, dude. I'm. <laughs> yeah. Uh. So. Yeah. So they. Uh. I, I do like. Okay. So for those of you who are probably rolling your eyes when we said, oh, we really like them. We haven't read a lot as some of maybe you guys have, you know. Um, so for us, this is all new. So we're just enjoying everything. And uh, my my guy here, Jordan, especially, he's just a happy dude. So he just likes and enjoys a lot. Both time. When it comes to books, I tend to basically like just about everything that I read because I, you know, have a critique style mind yet I, that might change you know with the right. podcast but um as of right now i just choose to try and enjoy everything that i like there's some stuff i like less than others like i think very clearly elantris is probably my least favorite of his right um, yeah so chapter 48 yeah we're continuing with that the syrian susabron love each other and but here, Susabron is asserting that he wants to grab authority of, over the government. You know, right. like things have. This is like a King of Bossing Say moment. Um, oh, the crazy guy. Uh, uh, yeah, yeah, the, the the one with the bear, Bosco. No, no, no is... sorry, no, not not Boomy, not Boomy. The um, Boomy King of Bossing Say was the guy who didn't know there was a war going on with the Fire Nation. Right, no, I'm talking about the the leader of the Earthbenders. Um, well, Boomy. there's different kingdoms, I think. So Boomy was a king of Omashu. Yeah, yeah, he was my favorite. Yeah, he was. Awesome. He, but anyways, he was sick. Um, so leader. Yeah, so he wants to grab authority, and he does say that you know maybe that Siri can work with Light Song because he seems like a guy who's trustworthy. Right. Which I agree with. Um, Susa Brown doesn't want to leave, as that would mean that they're essentially condemning Idris to invasion, right? Right, exactly. Um, so, yeah. Uh, he claims that he can live That's a tough call. Track. Right, yeah, yeah. Because here's the thing, right? Like, I understand what he's saying, that if they stay, um, he is still the king. He Even if he is just a puppet king, he still has some level of power 
Because, you know, if you have a puppet king, and I've thought about this too, if you have a puppet king and the king realizes he's a puppet king, he because he's a puppet, he has some form of public power. I mean, acknowledgement sense. almost. Right. Like yeah, they'll, exactly. they'll at least listen to what he has to say exactly. and at least so, believe it. So if he gets up and says, you know, Idris is my friend, we will not go to war with Idris. Like, even if the priests are saying otherwise, that might, you know... I'm inclined to believe that more people are going to listen to Susabron directly. Right. You know I mean, so I get where he's coming from. Um, and he does claim that if they do run, that they, he can live off his treasure trove of breaths and he doesn't actually need to be fed weekly. Right. Um, with new breath. I mean, because remember the return, if they don't get fed every week, they die. They die. Yep. So chapter 49 Vivena is practicing with the awakened rope again. <laughs> so she's learning very quickly, which I think, again, uh, thanks to the guy on the Discord, Solitary Clues, when he pointed out that, you know, they're the descendants of the first returned, I think it has something to do with that. That could help. Yeah. It's kind of like, um, well, we actually never found out why Vin was able to. Well, we know Vin was able to uh, pierce copper clouds because she was a, she has a hemorrhagic spike. But right. there was something else that Caesar said that there's something mystical with her. I think like the gods chose her. Yeah, right. preservation. Uh, it's something beyond that. Like he said that there was something extra special about her, which I think goes beyond even preservation. It's cool. I'll have to look into that. That I just picked up on that only because it was the second time I was reading it. I could be completely missing that, and you could be right. It could just be completely preservation. But I think Seizad, based off the epigraphs that he said in Fear of Ages, it was talking about something even like bigger. Right. Um, so they uh, that that's the end of chapter forty-eight. So chapter forty-nine. Oh, yeah, I already said we already said that. Yeah, yeah right. Um. So uh, there's a mention of a priest, Nan. Okay, I don't know how to pronounce this. Nenrava. Nenrava. Okay. Um, so he was he was anti-war, but then his entire narrative in the parliament, I guess you would call it, has switched from anti-war to pro-war. The pro-war, um, yeah. And this Nenrava was a guy that they had, if you guys remember, several chapters ago, when she was still with Denth, the Venna, that is, that they had hijacked like this one carriage and then they stole from this one shop. Uh, turns out that, you know, the carriage was supposed to be the distraction or so she had thought, but really the, cra uh, the, the theft, the, the break-in, that was a distraction because the carriage mm -hmm. contained not only gold, but also contained his Nanora's daughter. Right. Yep. And so Vasher realized that he, she was a real target and they go into some thief house in like a basement kind of thing. And they find his daughter. Um, and then Vasher just, wow, yeah, he just tears these he tears these people up. I mean, the fight scene was awesome. Yeah. Um. So, okay. So a couple of weird things here. Vivenna, when she tried to get her out, she wouldn't move the little girl in the cage. But then Vasher, she went to immediately. What What do you think that, that was? It's got to be something with the breath. Something that he knows how to do. That's what I thought. Hmm. Maybe. 
Bastard's hiding a lot of things from people. Oh, yeah. And I don't think it had anything to do with the fact that he um, is one of the five scholars. I don't think I don't think it has anything to do with that. I don't think so either. But anyways, they return her home. And again, even here, right, the dogs are like barking constantly. But then they, as soon as they like get up to Vasher, they stop barking. Now, that could be um, in that situation. That could be that. You know, he's just this big old scary dude carrying a massive black smoking sword. So that could be the sword could be doing it too. That's possible. But here's the thing: when the dogs stopped barking, they didn't just stop barking when they were scared of him, right? Because if they were scared of him, they wouldn't start licking his fingers like the way that they did. Right. right? So I think that there's something else there, personally. Um. So chapter fifty, Light Song and Blush Weaver have another verbal battle, which this is where I felt like it started getting a little repetitive right like light song is constantly contemplating his godhood and, and morality yeah and he's constantly having these verbal battles with blush weaver which i mean you know she's cool fine whatever and then it just doesn't it didn't feel like it was going anywhere um even yeah, though she's kind is, of annoying blush weaver is just annoying i was sad but we'll get... So Siri is going through the plan on exposing the priest when she's escorted to safety because of her pregnancy. Right. Now, um, and this is when she realizes that they don't actually need to have her have a baby. In fact, it's probably cleaner that she doesn't because then they don't have to, you know, do something. Yeah, something bad. Um, So, yeah. Uh, They escort her out and she realizes that she completely miscalculated. so Vivenna and Vasher are watching the debate, and Nandrava starts arguing in favor of going against the war now. But now he's seen as a flip flopper, right? Like before, you were nobody the war, trusts him. Now you're for it. Now you're against it. It's and then she brought up a really good point, which is that you know why doesn't he just say that my daughter was kidnapped? And then right. Vasher responds with, "Well," and he brought up his own very good point that he could. But then, and while that might, you know, alarm some people, that could also scare people into pushing forward because they don't want their daughter kidnapped. Right, that and plus his daughter would probably get killed because word travels fast. Yep. Well, he got the daughter back, remember? So. No, I'm talking about before, though. That's why he oh, wouldn't have oh, spoken yeah. out before. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Good point. Um, so, yeah. That, uh, so now it looks like that they're definitely going to war. And most gods, in fact, do vote to go to war. Blush Reaver as well. And right. Light Song abstains. Um, so Vasher sneaks into the Court of Gods. Uh, this is... This is where it gets... Okay, so I would say Chapter 50 is around the part uh, point. I started saying point and point. Um, chapter 50 is when it basically... think i came to the conclusion that i'm finishing the book right here right now yes i couldn't stop yeah after that it was like all right when as soon as siri got taken right into custody essentially um i was like yeah you you knew it was coming yeah yeah i mean it was like all right here, here's a sander lynch um, sander lynch <laughs> so um so Vasher sneaks into the court of the gods, and I'm gonna get to the nightblood stuff in a second. But long story short, he gets captured by Denth, 
and he asks about like, or he doesn't ask, but he said something like, you know, you will pay for what you did to my sister. His sister being Sashara. Yeah, one of the scholars. Scholars, and this is when you start realizing it's like, holy, they're 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 ancient. Like I was like, yeah, they're old. <laughs> they're the ones who caused the many war, right? Or they're the ones who fought in the many war. Um, mm-hmm. and uh, this is where you discover that Nightblood, his creation requires a ninth heightening, and one thousand breaths. And so okay. I don't know if I got this completely. They um they crafted Nightblood, right? Shashara and Vasher? Yeah. Okay. And it was awakened with a command, very simply put, destroy evil. Now the thing is that this sword doesn't know what evil is. It's just to him, and you know, like he was saying, like he wants to kill Light Song. Why? Because like, well, to me, my commands were destroy evil. And, and Light Song at this time he war. seems evil. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Light Song is starting war and war is evil, therefore Light Song must be killed. To him, and this is like very simple black and white logic, right? There there's no he, he to him it's beyond him, right? It's like right. Well, what do you mean there's something deeper, right? Like war could be good. What does that mean? Um and I like that a lot. I, I love this sentient thing that at first I thought Nightblood was just this dark dark magic, right? Right. He's just this corrupt sword. And, and then eventually I thought that it was Kalad the Usurper's like life force inside the sword. <laughs> um, yeah, that'd be cool. Um, and that's why he's like so dark and evil and wants to kill everybody. But and then I then when I read this, I started realizing he only ever wanted to kill people like thieves and kidnappers and like, you know, these evil mercenaries and whatnot. Um Right. I think at one point he did say to kill that one politician, but I think that one politician was possibly thinking about going to war. If you remember right. like chapter like one of the first chapters we see of Vasher in. So to him, he's just like, okay, this politician is pushing his own country to go to war. Die, die, die. die. <laughs> yeah. So I was very, very well done. Um Nightbolt's awesome. Um wow. really cool how they gave it the be- finally figured out like how they created him. Yeah, or yeah. it, whatever. So, yeah. So that's that's it for chapter fifty-one. Now, we are going to cover the rest of this. So, it, <laughs> yeah. Um. So we figure out that Pankal is no good. Yeah. Well, so, well, in the eyes of. The opposition being right because if you, if you really think about it from their perspective too, they're just doing what they can for their own people, right? Yeah, they're trying to get free. Yeah, because they're second class citizens within their the country that they live in. So I get it. Right, and then they kill Blushweaver, they slit her throat. I mean, oh my gosh, Light Song was no more. Light Song the bold. Um, so. <sighs> Excuse me. So, Light Song gets captured, you know, and then uh, find out the Larimer is actually Light Song's brother, like biological right. brother. Um, right. And Light Song was was an accountant. Gosh. Like, <gasps> I was like, that poor guy was wait, probably wait. he was just in pain from hearing that. He thought, yeah, right. He's like, I thought it was Sherlock Holmes. Um, <laughs> and yeah, you know, it was. Um. 
it was and the girl that he was seeing in his dreams was uh Larimer's yes. daughter. Yep. And so she was drowning and Light Song didn't know how to swim. So he, without thinking, jumped in, saved her, grabbed the ro- uh, you know, tied the rope around her so she could be pulled up, but then there was nothing for him, so she he himself drowned. And then okay, 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 okay. That voice that he heard. That voice that he heard. Like who could it be? I I I know for a fact that it's not Sazed, right? Because or you know, ruin or preservation, because they're the gods of a completely different planet. Or maybe system I don't, I don't know how the cosmic works yet. So this is a god within the planet. What is Warbreaker's planet called? Is it Salad? I don't I don't remember. Well, that's the thing that's the system. The system, okay, yeah, okay. So, Nathalus is the name of the world. Nathalus, okay, mm-hmm. that is good to know. Um, interesting, but so yeah, I am, uh, man, I. When I when I saw that he had heard God ask him like, "Do you want to return? Do you want to like basically fix what's broken or whatnot?" Right. And he was just like, "Send me." <laughs> right, and then yeah. that was awesome. And even like back to this God thing. I mean, I guess I guess there is a there is a God for that planet. We just never see it in this novel. Yeah, I know, and the, the dude. Sanderson, I know you write a lot, but drop whatever you're doing, unless it's more Mistborn or Stormlight, and just please give me more Warbreaker. This was this is the part where, it, in my opinion, kind of felt like it elevated it just a teeny bit over Mistborn. Was this when it gets in the God level stuff, the cosmic level stuff, um, especially when it's tied into the cosmic because. Warbreaker is tied heavy, more heavily into the Cosmere than um, Mistborn is, right? Yes. Mistborn yes. is much more subtle. Um, and it could be because I think Mistborn was written earlier than Warbreaker. But yeah. So anyways, back to the actual story. Uh, Light Song, we find out that he, you know, uh, was an accountant. And I think he like investig- he was an investigative accountant. Right. right? So he would make sure that people, why, uh, like, you know, the receipts and whatnot, which I thought that was kind of funny. Um, and the way we find that out, out, right, is that he gets captured, uh, Light Song and Larimer both. Right. And he, uh, Larimer kind of just kind of has an outburst, like, at his brother. And he's just like, you were nothing. You know, you were not, uh, you were not a detective. You were not some superhero. Yeah. You were just brings cop. him down, humbles yeah. him. But at the same time, he does say, like, you are God. You know, you saved my daughter and whatnot, which... Which is, I love that. Um, that's awesome. I mean, that that is no better way. I also Selfless. thought it was funny when they were sneaking in that he brought a sword with him, and then Larimer's like, "You can't sword fight." He's like, "Well, you don't know. Maybe I could have in my previous life." And now that you think about it, right? It's like, no, I know. He's like, "No, trust me. You, you were this. You were a nerd." Uh, oh, it's terrible. Um, and so. Chapter 53, uh, oh, 
I guess we're not really doing that anywhere. But anyways, um, yeah. So Vavena, you know, so Vasher is captured. And so Vavena is realizing that like something might be up. And Ciri's like, at this point, she starts hearing shouting, I think, right? And yes. Torelides comes in and he's like battle priest mode. Um, and Torelides, uh is actually a good guy. Yeah. So so I, I think I said that last time, right? Whenever you had finished, I said like maybe Torelides was not is not actually a bad guy. Yeah, and then I had to like play it off. Yeah, yeah. So the the reason I thought that was just because um I was like, you know, Vivena was fooled, right? And mm-hmm. I should have I should have been able to take that a step further, right? Vivena was fooled by someone who thought was an enemy turned out to be a friend, and a friend that turned out to be an enemy. Um so I fig- I I was able to figure out that you know Torelides was not a bad guy, but I was not able to extend that line of thinking to that Bluefingers is a bad guy. Um, yeah, I, that's crazy how you. Yeah. But, man, um, Vasher apparently has killed Dent's sister, and that's why Dent is torturing him. Right. But like too close to death. Yeah. So Vavena also, and she realizes that something's up because she hears um, Nightblood talking. I think he's like floating in the river or something like that. Well, the fisherman catches him first, and then he kills a bunch of people. Right, yeah. And and then whenever she goes to grab Nightblood, she grabs him first with the uh, the cloth, right? Uh, or mm-hmm. some clothing. And he's like, you don't need to do that. I'm already clean. That's awesome. <laughs> and then, yeah, I remember that. I think I laughed out loud in the car yeah. when I was driving. Um, but this is like this is the part where Ravenna goes down to the docks, maybe, and he's in a building, and I can't quite remember how she got tipped off that Nightblood was, you know, did he? Are you sure he talked to her? I'm pretty sure uh, Ravenna heard Nightblood when he was close because he was like floating in the water. Hmm. But, could be wrong. Um, but anyways, uh, Blush Weaver is killed. Light Song gives up the words of the um, the lifeless because Larimer is threatened. And yeah. Uh, so yeah, like I said, I'm just gonna shotgun this. So this sounds very sloppy, because it is. Because again, I didn't take notes, so I don't remember exactly in the order of which everything happened. It's kind of um, all at the same time, yeah, actually. Exactly. So Siri is ge- being broken out by Torelides, and then she runs into Bluefingers, and she's just, like, you know, eyeing him to, like, you know, oh, you know, let's do the plan now. And then he tells her to go down, like, this a certain route, which they believe, but then she kind of... I thought this was a little sloppy when Siri came to realize that Bluefingers was not on her side. Right. That felt a little too convenient to me. Um... But yeah, so turns out both sisters were played for by their respective uh, captors, quote unquote. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah. Um, this Blue is when they they throw they throw him in there with they throw Siri in there with Susaborn now. Yes. Yeah. So, and then also, by the way, like a lot of these priests were just going to town. Well, I want to say they were going to town, but they they fought bravely against the lifeless, right? Like, 
Right. And that's I think when I realized that um Torelides was not a bad guy when he when he basically professed that he really truly truly did believe in his heart what he was doing was the right thing. For, right. For the sake of Susabron. Um having said that, there were some stuff that she had questioned, like, you know, you kept them uneducated, you know. You kept and them sheltered and caged. Cut their tongue out. Yeah. And so you did all that. Um, and that wasn't right regardless. And he didn't have much answer to it. He, it's one of those things like, you know, he became kind of a slave to his own religion in a way. He deflected it. Yeah. It, because, you know, like you were raised by that religion and then this is what you're taught is right. So you just keep doing it. Even if you have some of those questions in your mind, you just, the mm -hmm. rest, you know, you're just surrounded by that environment. So, right. yeah. So he dies. Uh, he he also gets killed. I, I should say, Torelides does. And um, so, upon call, um, just to clarify, upon call wants to go to war, or at least wants to start a war with between Idris and Halandrin because he they said that Idris didn't treat them well, and Halandrin to this day doesn't treat them well. And if they can start the war, then maybe they can you know reclaim some of their own land and two kill two birds with one stone exactly. And their idea is that they're going to sacrifice Siri in an altar. And, um. Like, make it look like Halandrin yes, did it. Make it look like Halandrin did it, where the Idrian mercenary soldiers are going to walk in on a bunch of dead, uh, Halandrin priests, as well as a dead Siri, which right. would force, essentially, Idrian's. Right. Um, wage war even if it's a war that they'd lose just you know that was kind of cultish for sanderson there yeah a little cultish but anyways so, um uh vivenna saves vasher um she's very very adept at the waking by the way which is quick for how short the time frame was right and i'm i'm interested to see if she's like chosen so to speak, by the gods, the way that Vin, I'm assuming, was. Um, Could be. So anyways, uh, Venna jumps in, saves Vasher, and Vasher and Denth fight, and he wasn't wrong, Denth. He was not wrong. He he was the better sword fighter. Yes, by he was. Far, by far. It wasn't even close. Um and I think it had more to do with the fact that Vasher seemed just more interested in the magic side of things. And also, he had night blood, right? So he didn't really need to do any of the fighting himself. He could right. just throw the sword out, and the sword just swings around, killing everybody. But um, previously, Dent threw it in the ocean. Yes. So Vasher, um, Vasher kills Dent. And the way he does it is like when he's like kind of down and out basically and just kneeling and like death that's the cliche thing of you know any last words and then vasher like uh my breath onto yours or something like yep. that and he gives all of his breath to Denth, and now Denth hasn't actually held breath in a really long time so he's stunned yeah so it like kind of surprises him and then he kills him and yeah and that's how he killed arc steel arc steel yeah who is another one of the he was another one of the scholars right yep yep so we never found out why Vasher killed Shashara, right? I think it's because they made Nightblood and he didn't want the information to get out. I think actually that's exactly why. Is it? 
Okay. Yep. Damn, that's dark. I yeah. thought he had a better reason than that. That that's dark. Um, and so yeah, so uh, light song. He sees whenever Susabron is captured, he sees that Susabron has no tongue, and then that's when he realizes, oh, you know, that's how they kept him down, essentially, right? It wasn't Susabron right. who was doing all this; they just kept him uneducated, sheltered, and caged. Yep. So he uses his divine breath to heal Susabron. Giving him oh, his tongue back. Oh my god. Which lets Suzerbron come in and he's just like, no. And yeah, so blue. Dude, fingers. the white cloth, I could just imagine the white cloths that he used because mm-hmm. he sucked all the color out of him. It was, when I depicted that in my brain, it was it was so cool. And especially hearing the audiobook, I was like, oh my god, he's about to tear everything up. Yeah, yeah, that was awesome. Um, so yeah, uh, that and then, but the thing is, a lifeless. I think this was Light Song's lifeless. Which, by the way, when he gave up his divine breath, consistent with the magic system, Light Song does die. Um, yes, and sadly. Um, so his lifeless, which I think is twenty, it's minimum twenty thousand, possibly forty thousand, because they might have gotten blush reavers as well. Um, uh, yeah, lifeless. they got all of them. Yeah, so forty thousand lifeless are marching on. Uh, Idris, mm-hmm. and this is where Vasher reveals that he's, um, he is Kaladi usurper and as well as Peacegiver himself. Yeah, he said like you know history kind of gets twisted, right? Like after a time, because historians just could not possibly come to the grips with that someone might have changed their mind. That someone might, well, right? Which is crazy. Yeah, unheard. Right and change their mind and become better people or their priorities and values could change. Nope. Right. So they just exactly. fed that it was two different people. The Kaladia surfer rose up and then someone else. And then like, you know, after he, before he could even seize power, um, someone completely different just came in and just stopped him. And then they both disappeared at the same time. Um, so the Kalad's phantoms are actually those statues. Yes, I thought that was really cool. Because, you know, the the, the bone's going to degrade, and you can't bring a stone to life, but with the stone around the bones, that maintains the shape, so, yeah. Which is, how did he mold the stone around the bone? That's crazy. So, yeah. That's, and so he, um... He does so, give the commands to Susaborn, though, yep. and then you you get to see that the um, are marching out. Yeah, and then you get to see Vasher's God form. You don't get to see it, but you get to obviously yeah, yeah. So he, it, it gives um, you a depiction. He says that the return can change your visual image, um, and that's similar to how Siri can, and Vivena can change their hair. Change their hair because mm-hmm. they're part, they're descendants of the first return, so they have they can basically do the same thing too if they tried hard enough. Um, but yeah, so thousand. So it's only a thousand stone soldiers, but they are uh, so they're like undefeatable. Thousand, yeah, I mean they're they're better than the lifeless, right? Or the original right. lifeless. Um. So Vivenna, I guess, is leaving with Vasher, right? Um, because she doesn't want to be a princess or anything like that. She likes her new life, and which is it's a it's a total one eighty, right? Vivenna used to be the princess. And Siri used to be the carefree person, and now it's Siri who's going to remain princess, and Vivenna who's going to 
be like go that. with yeah she's gonna be like Arya Stark um, yep and then so so this is the point where you get to see uh what they want to do next yes so okay here okay so he names the five scholars it was himself Danth Shishara Arsteel and Arsteel's brother yes steel yes steel yeah and he's apparently resurfaced and he's making these like uh a more better version of Iker alcohol which for those of you who don't remember Iker alcohol was like the life blood essentially of the lifeless mm-hmm. and it's like a more advanced wd-40 <laughs> right they run it so yeah it's more just, efficient the speed. joints just feel more alive for longer you know longer lasting it's like the oil chain yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so um Vimana asks Vasher what his real name was and he doesn't know and I'm talking about the name that he was born with uh because we do actually hear of uh Light Song's um actual name as well it's it sounds similar to Larimer Do you remember what it was? Mm, no Sometimes, um, Denimar. 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 Why say it again? Denimar. Okay. Yeah. So his name was Denimar, and yeah, you know, just like Larimer and whatnot. So, anyways, um, we don't find out Vasher's true first name, pre-returned, either. Um which I'm hoping we do. This is this is what I want the sequel so badly. Yes, absolutely. Um, so he said that like, you know, uh uh I, I go by many names. Yeah. So okay, where did Talaxin come from? I don't I don't remember that being one of the names he hit he was given. Maybe it's before he was returned. I don't think that that's right. Hmm? So Okay, I, th- I think he, I guess he was, oh, he was known as Talaxin. Th- th- that was his five scholar name. Mm. Okay. So, anyways, um, uh, yeah, so Vasher, Talaxin, Peacegiver, Kalad. And he said, like, you know, what was the name before? I guess, like, when as soon as you woke up, and his name was Warbreaker the Peaceful. That was from before he returned. He doesn't remember his name, but yeah, yeah. yeah, that's so cool. Yeah, wow. He did. He did it right at the end. Finally, yeah. got the name of the book. I was like, his name was Warbreaker the whole time. I was. I. I don't know why that hit me as hard as it did, but it did. It was. It's yeah. I absolutely. I got goosebumps. Yeah. I. I was like, okay, cool. Like, oh my god, I. I, I yeah, no, I wanted good. to. I wanted to text you and tell you as soon as I finished, but I couldn't because I wanted you to enjoy the moment. Yes, thank you, thank you. Because that, yeah, I I could not in that moment. I could not um, like contain myself. I was like hyped and stuff. My wife was watching TV right next to me while I had my AirPods in, listening and mm-hmm. whatnot. And yeah, I was just baffled. Yeah, it, it, well done. I mean, the, the, okay, so. Compare it to Say again. Uh, I'm trying to think how would you how would you rate this compared to uh 
the Mistborn trilogy? Um, if I wanted to put it over Mistborn, I would need another book. That's fair. That's really fair, honestly. Yeah, I, I could see that. I could. And the only that. reason I say that is because this next adventure of Vasher and Vavina is going to be glorious. Yeah. And the next book is apparently titled Night Nightblood. Yep. Very, very excited for that. Absolutely, dude. I need that now. Yeah, I kind of want to. I want to read it now so I can just keep going with what information I've kept. Yeah, dude. I'm. I'm excited, I don't even know though. when it's supposed to be coming out, right? Um, Let's see. So I'm looking online that it's a working sequel for Warbreaker. I won't find. What do you on Reddit? Well, don't do yeah, that. no, I'm on um, copy August twenty first, twenty eighteen. Oh, wrong one. Okay, chronologically, it should be the Cosmere book that immediately precedes the Way of Kings. Yeah, there's... Oh, man. The Way of Kings. Yep, precedes... The, or, the Way of Kings is the first Stormlight book. Oh, that's right. I haven't bought those yet. Yeah. Ooh, that'd be interesting. Um, but yeah, there's no, there's no, there's no due date. Due date. <laughs> there's no uh, release yeah. date. That's okay. I'll, I'll just, I'll yeah, just be I'm patient. Cool that, honestly, I'm cool with that. It was. Yeah. Fit the Mistborn trilogy in, and then maybe by the time we're done with the Mistborn trilogy, or the Second Era trilogy, we can maybe have that one come out. That, I don't think so, because it'll probably take us a month and a half maybe to finish each of the books in Mistborn, so you're looking at, what, three, four and a half months? Um, Yeah, so we'll be done with the Mistborn trilogy hopefully by early 2022, assuming nothing pops up. And don't even say that. Don't even say things like that. My baby, Stormlight. Oh my god, I'm I so know. excited. So okay, so for I, I don't know if you know this, uh, Jordan, but Warbreaker was actually supposed to be like Stormlight, and then it mm -hmm. just kind of spun off into its own thing. Right. So if Warbreaker, if Stormlight is even better than Warbreaker, my hype has just climbed to insurmountable levels at this point. So let's let's talk about that. Um, if it's supposed to be war, part of Warbreaker, mm -hmm. or it's supposed to be part of the Stormlight Archive, you um, no, it was originally supposed to be like it was supposed to be like the first book of Stormlight Archive. Right, right. So it was supposed to be part of this, the first book, right? Mm -hmm. So you have to think they are connected intergalactically. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Somehow. They're all part of the Cosmere, right? So. so the Cosmere there, and the Cosmere. So like you notice how at the end of each book. We get to the point where we kind of see the Cosmere coming together a little bit. You see what I'm saying? Like it, yep. you kind of see like oh, we're certain seeing, things. We're seeing bits and pieces of it, right? Like the God who told Lightsong, right, or asked right. him if you want to return. Yeah, 
So and... we never got in the first Mistborn trilogy, we never got them actually jumping into that Cosmere realm, even though we did see Ruin and Preservation. So that means this next trilogy that we're going to read, we're going to see more of the Cosmere coming into Mistborn. So that is why I'm interested. Um, I'm also looking forward to, um, in general, I'm looking forward to uh, um <sighs> Not just like more mentions of the Cosmere, but like the actual connections between them. Like we, I understand we got Hoyd constantly, but I want to see more like, like if we're gonna see like, I hate to say this, the like style of MCU, you know, where right. like they're fighting a big bad together. Mm-hmm. Um, because right now it's a little all over the place, which is fine, you know. That, that's Absolutely. Okay. But I'd like to see it you know progress um the plot in 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 the greater universe scheme of things now as far as um warbreaker goes at the end there was another mention i think that i think it was in the epilogue where vivena was walking with vasher and then she says something like you know um or you know the gods uh made it so or you know some greater cosmic being made it so or something like that and i think that was very clearly pointing towards hey Right over yes. Here, you know, like yes. that, was, that was awesome. Um, now that you do bring that up, I do remember reading something. Yeah, yeah. I'm God, dude. I can't get enough of this Cosmere stuff. Like I need. Yeah. More. So we never get to figure out where Hoyd goes after he talks to Siri either. Yeah, I mean that dude just. He already maybe, knew. Maybe he went to go talk to Vin. You know, at the Hero Age. Yeah, or like when he was pouring out all that stuff, and that's how he remembers things. He has, he knows so much at this point. Yeah, and he has to pour. He's pouring Man. it out. Yeah, to remember it, and I guess it's maybe an ancient type of magic. Yeah, but anyways, Man. that was this book was great. I mean, the end was, it just it captured me in yeah. the moments between the characters and the connections that were finally made. Yeah, it's very, I mean, very good. I don't know what else to say. I'm in. I'm all aboard. Like I've always been in, but now I'm more in. <laughs> now I have to start the first Mistborn series book. I'll finish that thing in like three days. Oh, the first uh, era too. Yeah, yeah. Um, I'll... So okay, let's talk about that. Um, so we'll do chapters one to. Let's do chapters one, uh, prologue to five. I knew you were going to say five. Why did I know that? Sounds perfect, my friend. So as far as the number of chapters go, and oh, by the way, this trilogy is much smaller. So I'm hoping to, that we once I get the actual feel of the book, we can probably hopefully start going a little bit faster. But if we don't, whatever. Yeah, that's, that's 20 chapters in this book. They're long. Uh, they might be long, but I don't. The alloy that. of law. Yeah, alloy of law. Yeah, the B. This is. I don't know if you saw the map. Check out the map, by the way. Of era two, this one. I I I got to get up and make a bunch of noise with my chair. So okay, I'll okay, wait. So I'll, just you, I'll just tell you. There is a city. There's a city called Alendon. Alendon. And then there's also a city called um, 
Here, let, let me let me pull it up. Okay, there's a city. Here, oh, I got a computer. Alendo, oh, Alendo, and then there's another city called Vindo. No way. Yeah, and then there's another one called Doxinar. Oh, dude. Yeah. My cry. And then there's another one called Rashikin. Rashikin, that's nice. But where's my Kelsier city, dog? Oh, they did not do him dirty, did they? It looks like they did. No. How do you have a city for docks, but not Kelsier? Wait, and I gotta... F- why would you not make the city that's next to the sea called the Doxinar? There's a map Wait. of the co- There's a map of the Cosmere. Oops. <laughs> a word, a word, a word. I'm going to go away. I can't find that map. I'm about to get up. I looked up on Mistborn Era. Yeah, I looked at the same. Oh, no, wait, hold on. Mistborn Era 2 map. Oh, boy. That's not Era 2. That's Era 1. Ellen. Great. Okay. It gave me a Lord of the Rings map. It, on Google, look up Mistborn Era 2 map. Um, okay. It's like the fourth one or something. Is it in black and white? Yeah. Alendel, Rashikin. Oh, Alend, and then there's also Alendel, so like Alendi. Oh yeah, Alendel. Who's Tathing Dual? Dry Post. My Condwell. Willowin. Dino. Elmsdale. Garment. Horror. They did Kelsier dirty. So this is the Ellendale. I'm just looking at the Ellendale Basin right now. Why can't I find the same thing you're looking at? Here, let me. I'm derping hard, my friend. I yeah, I see that. Here, I'll put it in the. Oops. Link. I'll put it right there. General. Now on the. Uh, team speak. Mm. You get it? Aboard. Yeah, thank you, thank you. Yeah, so that's it. The Elendel Basin. Well, what if all the beginning letters of all the cities elded up to Kelsier? Okay. His full name. I, I can. Maybe the entire planet is now named Kelsier's planet. I'm cool with that. <laughs> then it. We were me and my other friend who I got into Mistborn. Um, we were talking about like you know eventually Mistborn is gonna go into like space level, right? And they just so imagine like a bunch of Alamancers like are invading other planets, like interplanetary invasion force of Alamancers, and there's a platoon called. Kelsier's fist. Yeah. Kelsier's fist. Yeah. Jeez, it's similar. <laughs> That'd be sick. Uh, there's um, the Darth Vader's platoon is called Vader's fist, so that's where I got the idea. Oh, uh, okay. I I clicked on something wrong. Abort. It showed me what all the new medals do, and I I almost read. I almost read. All right, man. Um, so. Uh, yes, we will be covering next time chapters, uh, well, prologue to chapter five. Um, thank you all so much for sticking through all Wordbreaker f- with us. It was awesome, and I cannot mm-hmm. wait to continue the Cosmere. I'm going to be so sad when we're done, but 
I'm enjoying the journey while we at it. Um, so yeah, until next time, thank you everyone. Yep.